I come to you today down and depressed because I've got some bad news for mint budgeters out there. The free app that has made tracking expenses easy for millions of people is shutting down. If you're like me, this news is totally shocking, but don't worry. I'm going to give you the inside scoop on Mint's history, why it's ending, and what are those next steps for you. With your finances on the line, you're going to need a smooth transition, and that is what we're going to cover today, Beyond Mint. Let's take control of our money, let's work on money management together, and let's see what life is like even after Mint shuts down. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves. If this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. Here at the Financial Mirror is not just about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but transforming you on money so you can make smarter financial decisions. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both of those go a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. Now, this is huge. Intuit Mint is shutting down. And if you are like me, this is this is shocking. Like it was it was shocking to me. Like when I heard it, I was like, oh my goodness. This is this is nuts. This is absolutely nuts. Um now why would why was it so crazy to me? Well, because it, 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 maybe you've never, if you've ever been on a coaching call with me, if you've ever done anything, if we ever had any conversation, you know, for a fact that I loved to recommend Mint to, to my clients, but more importantly to, to you as listeners, as watchers of these videos. And I loved to do Mint because it was, well, I mean, it was a powerful tool that was free, right? So it didn't matter if you were in debt or it didn't matter if you uh, we're just, or trying to pay off your house early, or you're trying to save for retirement. Like the budgeting aspect of it was free and powerful. So I got off of a call with someone last week and we were discussing budgeting, right? We were discussing budgeting, going back and forth. We were talking about a few different, uh, other platforms out there. And I, I was, I was just talking about, I was like, you know, like I like to recommend mint for, for budgeting, right? I like to recommend Mint for budgeting, and um, this is something that that has been utilized in, in for many of my clients for a really long time. And so I recommended that to her. Like I was like, you know, to really hone in budgeting practices, we can, can get you all set up on Mint. You'll be rocking and rolling. Set up some automation in there to to make budgeting a lot easier, and things are going to get good. After that coaching call, I received a message saying. I logged into Mint's website and it says they're shutting down. And I'm like, what? Shutting down? So I started doing my research and literally right here at the beginning of November, they made an announcement to shut down and, and they you know posted it all over their website. They had a couple of articles out there with different news media sites and it rocked my world. What a great tool shutting down, right? So then I, I, I logged, you know, I pulled up my, my email and, and here it was mentor 
And I did not know that I was called a mentor by using mint, but I learned that, that, that mint referred to their, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, what I forgot what they called the, 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 the Taylor Swift's or the Swifties and, the the Justin Bieber's, the Bieber's have a name too. I, I forgot what the Bieber's, the Bieber's names are, uh, the Justin Bieber fans put in the comment. I don't remember what the Bieber fans are, but anyways, if you remember, drop it in the, in the comments down there. I, I just, I don't remember, but I just realized that I was a mentor and I didn't know I was a mentor, but I'm a mentor. And, and this was, this was something that I'm, I'm reading this and I'm like, it starts out mentor. We're excited to share that men is being reimagined. And, and I'm like, this is a good marketing department because I'm devastated, right? I'm devastated. I can't recommend this to my clients anymore. I can't talk to people about this anymore. I can't tell people how great this free tool is anymore. And here into it is coming to me as a mentor and saying, we are excited. Those words did not, I, that was not what I was feeling at the time. As I'm reading this, I'm not feeling, I am so excited that Mint's becoming reimagined. Like that's not how I was reading this. I was like, man, this is, I am devastated to know that men is being reimagined. <laughs> that's how I read it, right? But more importantly, I got this email and it became clear to me that there was just, there was a bigger picture that was going on, uh, that it wasn't just that, that me and my fellow mentors were, were losing our budgeting application, but there was something bigger going on. And so I did a lot of digging. I did a lot of discussing. I did a lot of figuring out. And what I realized is that yes, um, mint is, is shutting down right? Like it is shutting down. Like, and I know they, they're, they're saying in this email, we're reimagining and we're moving to credit karma and all these things, but listen, it's shutting down. Okay. I don't care how they word it is shutting down. So I want you just so you can see how big of a deal this is. This isn't like a small thing. This is not something that's like, Oh, this startup company just shut down. No, like this company has history, right? This company has tons of history into it. you know, originally, uh, mint was not owned by Intuit. It was, it was created in like 2006. Right. And it was this new, fresh and, and, and very agile app that was going to help people improve their finances. And then in 2009, so it took three years to, to transform into what it is or to start to transform into what it is now because Intuit acquired it. Uh, it was like a $170 million acquisition. They acquired um, Mint, Intuit did, and really just started to take it off, right? Really started to take it off. It, you know, they, they it was a kind of a slow start, but in 2016, they really improved the budgeting aspect of it. And by 2021, 20 million users of Mint, 10, 10 million of them were highly active users, right? Highly, highly active users. And, you know, th there was tons and tons and tons of great features from the ability to link financial institutions for free. If you've done any budgeting application look at, some of them charge just to be able to link your accounts to them, right? Just to have that connection costs money for some ability to see all your financial information in one place. This was not, um, there were, there were dashboards out there, but this was not as, as much of a thing back then as it is today. Like today, 
There's tons of options to, to link and look at your whole financial picture in one dashboard. Back then in 2016, that wasn't as big of a thing. It was still growing. There were still options, but it just wasn't as predominantly available. But you were able to track your investments, your net worth, all of your account balances, all these things in this one place while still being able to, you're, I mean, you're looking at it daily or weekly or however often you're going in and categorizing transactions, you're looking at this budgeting app and you're seeing this. So you're watching your net worth, you're watching your investments, you're watching all these things that you normally and traditionally would be logging into like 15 different accounts to see your 401k from that old company, your IRA, your 401k for this, to pay, to look at your home loan, to pay your home loan, to look at the value of your home, to look at the value of your vehicle, to look at how your investments are doing in terms of performance, to look at your budget, to look at transactions, to look at your trends, to look at how, where are you spending your money, to look at where you're not spending your money. You see what I'm talking about here? You could look at all of these things in one single place, right? One place. This was groundbreaking, right? Groundbreaking. And that's how by 2021, they were able to get 20 million people to believe in this and sign up for it, right? So that's kind of why this is so shocking, right? Because throughout this whole evolution, they ended up still shutting down. They're going to say reimagine. I'm telling you, they're shutting down, right? Because we are at the beginning of the end for Mint. Like We are at the beginning of the end. You have about two months to, to get life together because in January, on January 1st, 2024, they will be shutting down. Mint will no longer be what it is today, right? This is the beginning and the end, right? So this was the news that was met head on with disappointment. Tons and tons of other, now that I'm referring to them as mentors, tons and tons of mentors out there. It's so catchy to me. Like I cannot believe that I did not know that they had minted the word mentor for us mint people, right? I, I did not know that. So this was new to me, but now I'm liking it and I hate that I'm going to use it for two months. But Intuit announced that they were going to be shutting down January 1st, 2024, and tons and tons of mentors were disappointed because they were now scrambling to find replacements. They were finding, trying to find another budgeting replacement because think about that. If you started using it in 2016, you have tons of transactions. You have tons of trends and data. You have tons of all of these things and it's just gone, right? It's just gone in the matter of seconds, right? Like. And that's how it feels because to transition, like if you started and I'll talk about this a little bit later, but if you started your transition now, you're going to test out an app this month or a spreadsheet or a piece of paper or whatever. You're going to try a new way to budget. And next month, you got to you, if you don't figure it out this month, you got next month to figure it out and, and you're done. No more budgeting app for you in turn, until you find something. Right. So this is groundbreaking. This is this is definitely a disappointment. Um, but. They, you know, Intuit is pointing to the fact that they did, they, they acquired Credit Karma. Credit Karma was another acquisition and they now want to, this is a very strategic decision that they want to reimagine Mint as being part of Credit Karma. Okay. Now they did say, and I, I want to include this, they did say that many of the features of Mint would move to Credit Karma. 
And this is specifically talking about things like the net worth tracking, the investment tracking, uh, all of those type of things, account balances, all of those type of things, cash flow even um, will be in Credit Karma. But the key budgeting feature that many of us have come to love and utilize in our daily, daily, you know, monthly budgets will not like that will not go to Credit Karma. They did talk about how, you know, through all the research I did that there's still a chance that that could come back. But when people don't give you timelines, when people don't give you, ex, you know, an expectation, when people don't project when that is on their roadmap, I'm going with never, right? Until you show me otherwise, I'm going with never. Because if that was so crucial to Intuit to be, you know, good stewards of this application to their mentors out there, I think that would have been built a little bit deeper into the initial onset of moving to Credit Karma. Right. It would have been easier to transition meant into credit karma and then remove certain budgeting features that maybe they just have to, you know, remove support teams for or whatever, whatever the reasoning is, it would have been easier to get it all in there and then start to dial back than just to eliminate up front. I just don't think there's a huge, huge pressure to put the budgeting back into mint or into, into our credit karma. See, I'm all over the place. Mentors, it's time for us to move on. <laughs> like, I, I can't say it any other way. So, uh, very strategic, but they're the the customized categories and monthly budgets are not going to uh, Credit Karma. So, what's next for us mentors? Well, there is a uh, big thing that you've got to figure out now that we know this is we've got to get an exit strategy. We've got to start to think through what is our next options for budgeting. So first things first, if you are budgeting in another fashion, only using Mint for the net worth tracking and consolidating of your accounts and all that, Credit Karma may work for you. If you're using customized categories, if you're using budgeting, like setting like targets for I don't want to spend this much in food and dining, XYZ. Credit Karma is not going to work for you. Those features are not going to be in Credit Karma. They're not moving over from um, from Mint to Credit Karma. So those will not work for you. But if you are using Mint just to consolidate accounts and to be a dashboard and you like to do like envelope budgeting or you like to do uh, your budgeting on a piece of paper or you have an Excel spreadsheet to do your budgeting and you are a mentor right now, you can now move to Credit Karma. I don't know what they're calling you yet. I don't know if you have a name. I'm not sure. The CKs maybe. I don't know. CKs. Is that are we are we are we patenting that? I don't know what they're calling you yet. Mentor was way cooler. But if you are using it for those things, credit karma may work for you. Okay. So worth worth just letting the transition happen if that's you. Now, if you're with all of us other mentors in the 90% group that are using it for the customized categories and budgeting. Well, they stated that three months worth of Mint data was going to transition to Credit Karma. If you've been with Mint since 2016, when all the budgeting really started to change and get built in and really dialed in, you've got a lot of data out there that's not going to be in Credit Karma, nor will this even work for you in Credit Karma. But key point here that I did want to talk about is regardless of what you do, regardless if you want to try Credit Karma and see if that works and you use something else for budgeting, 
it doesn't matter what it is that you are going to do with budgeting. It doesn't matter what application you use outside of Mint. First thing you need to do for your exit strategy from to stop using Mint is you need to go and export your data, your data, regardless, regardless if you're switching to another application or not, get your data out of there so that you have it. So when, if you do change your mind and you do go to another one, at least you have that data set. At least you have that data set store, store it somewhere, you know, secure and, and have all your, your transactional data right there. Uh, but just, but just have that and, and, and hold on to it because you never know what application is going to go open up. You never know is on January the 1st, so many people that they have such a terrible, you know, transition to credit karma that they're like, we've got to get this back. And then in two months they, they put it right back. And now you could go right back to using credit karma with mint. I don't know. But have the data there just in case, because on January 1st, you lose your data uh, by everything that I've read, you lose your data. So ex export your data and, and hold on to it. The other thing that you need to do is just check your email and see what credit karma is going to offer. I don't know if things change between now and January 1st, but they could. Um, but if you if you think that there's a chance, just hold on, but you find something to do in the meantime, like continue to use mint until then, but be ready to, in the drop of a hot, you know, dime in a hat, switch to something else. You need to have a backup plan already in place. Now for us other mentors, I'm probably down to like 85% now. Cause I think most people are going to fall in this category. If you were just fed up and you just want to switch. Okay. Perfect. If you're fed up and want to switch, you need to get involved in another budgeting app that's out there. Move away from mint and say, you know, mint, you had a good run, but rest in peace. I'm going with another one out there. Now I said, I was going to get to this in a second. And here's where I'm going to get to this because of the shutdown. I signed up for all the major budgeting apps, premium services, every single one of them. I have signed up for their premium service and I'm currently going through and reviewing them and scoring them on a, a ton of print, a ton of different uh, pieces out there from whether it be ease of setup, how automated can you make it, right? Uh, price, obviously, advanced features, reporting and trend data and the display of that and so much more. But I'm going through and I am reviewing each of these other apps out there. And I just want to provide an episode where I can just give you the review of what those premium services are like. Because a lot, there's a lot of them out there and I didn't, I, I have worked with clients time and time again. And if I'm totally honest, a lot of people, when they come to me, they're not budgeting, they're not budgeting yet. They're, they've maybe tiptoed in budgeting. They put their toe in the water, but it was a little too hot or a little too cold and they just didn't get in. Uh, maybe they tried it and it didn't work out. And so I've always been able to get them onto mint because it's super easy. And once you learn the basics of budgeting, you realize it's not so debilitating and we've used Mint to do that. And so I've, I've never, you know, I've gotten exposure to a lot of these apps through like, you know, just working with others that do budget that come to me and they're like, yeah, I use this. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like I've never, I'm never going to tell you how to budget or where you should budget, whatever you use, use it. But I've just never really signed up and used every single one by myself. I've just been exposed through others. And so this is, eye-opening to me to be able to go through and individually 
see what all these other budgeting apps offer. So be on the lookout for that. I uh, should have that coming in the next few weeks, but um, I will provide some some reviews of all the premium services out there. Uh, just so that you know, here's kind of a list of what I'm looking at. I'm looking at NerdWallet, Quick and Simplify, Pocket Guard, uh, YNAB, or You Need a Budget, Monarch Money, Every Dollar, Rocket Money, Credit Karma, and Empower Financial. So that's a list of kind of what I'm looking at right this minute. Uh, if, I, if I run across another one that's super out there, or you throw one in the comment section that you use, uh, I would love to, to add that to my list to, to do a review of. Uh, but just stand by for the coming weeks as I am rating these based on, like I said, ease of setup, automation, price, advanced features, reporting, trend data, like all of those type of things. I want to. Oh, and another one that is is available financial institutions to link, right? Because some, whatever third party service they use determines which financial services are allowed to even link to it. So if you can't get all of your information into it based off of the you know the types of accounts you have or the institutions you work with. That, that matters, right? So I want to provide an episode that gives you all of that. Um, but right now, that list that I just gave you, if there are any that I just said, um, there all those are highly rated. Let me just say that. All the ones I just mentioned are highly rated. So rewind and go back and listen and, and go through and pick one. Um, I have... The, I have started with a lot of them. Some of them I've used previously in the past. Um but just looking at the list, if you just if you're thinking like right now, I can tell you this: if you're thinking free alternative that that will allow you to do a budget uh, without cost, and you just need something to quickly move from Mint to right this minute, just to start easing into as you work out what you want. Nerd Wallet is free. Uh, their budgeting is, by what I've seen so far, is not the is not very customizable but they base it off of a 50 30 20 budget layout uh, so if you use a 50 30 20 or you're not not even sure what 50 30 20 is i have videos that talk about 50 30 20 or when you get to their website it walks you kind of walks you through it a little bit but nerd wallet is free uh, so you can go try that one every dollar as well has a free option uh, so that one's also worth going with uh, rocket money or, or trying you know rocket money is another one that has a free option their budgeting is just kind of limited with the free option, but maybe at least you can start um, tracking your data and getting it in there. But those three, um, oh, and Empower. Empower is free as well. I don't have much experience with Empower yet, so um, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to say much about it because I really, I'm not sure if, if it's great, good, bad, or indifferent. Like I really don't know. But if you'll go look at those, Nerd Wallet, um, oh, Pocket. Was Pocket Guard free? I think Pocket Guard also had a free option as well. But Nerd Wallet, check on Pocket Guard. I'm pretty sure it had a free option. Uh, Every Dollar, Rocket Money, and Empower. Those five are all free and easy for you to transition to. Um, all are highly rated. I just want to give you my sort of rating breakdown um, because I, those are the kind of the key points that I see. Now, stand by for that. But this is a this is a big deal. Mint shutting down is a big deal. And I'm going to tell you why, because when we look at personal finance, and if you're not watching this uh, on an episode or on YouTube or, or Facebook or, or what do they call it now, Meta, that this, this is big and it's key because looking at this image, budget or budgeting is number one in the, the foundation, 
the, the, you know, this is the first thing that when we get good at this, our personal finance prospers, but it goes kind of like in budgeting. I get good at budgeting. I get out of debt. I start investing. I get ready for retirement. I work on all my child expenses like college, and then I grow my wealth, right? I grow my wealth. That's how we, that's how we flow. But number one, number one, first, we've got to get good at budgeting. That's number one. So if you're not budgeting, I challenge you, go get into budgeting. If you're using Mint, you've got to continue that habit. You will. It's like, it's like working out. And I use this all the time. Finance and working out is so similar, but it's like working out because if you just stop working out for two months and you try to come back into it, you're not going to be near as strong as you were two months ago. You're going to have a little bit of atrophy that happens. You're going to have a little bit of muscle loss that happens now or, or cardiovascular, you know, endurance, like that's going to drop, right? Like two months, that's going to drop. If you stop budgeting for the next two months, because mints closing down and shutting down, and you try to pick up in January and start budgeting again with something new, very, it's going to be very hard to get started again. If you've already got that, that muscle built, keep working it out. Go, it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be painful to switch to something else and learn all new processes, but just know that it is worth it. It is worth it. So stick with it. Uh, depending on when you're watching this episode, uh, a couple of other things that I was going to highlight before I close out quick and simplify. They are doing a, um, they, because mint shutting down, they did launch a promotion that says, um, you know, we know mint shutting down. Here's a deal, right? I think it's like 20 some odd dollars for to sign up with that. Every dollar also has a premium service. And, uh, this is not due to mint shutting down, but, uh, they're running like a pre black Friday deal type thing, like cyber Monday or whatever deal. So I think it ends November the 30th or, or something like that. Don't hold me to that when it ends. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I know that it's like $49 versus 70. I think their normal price is 79, $49 for every dollar as a, a another option. So all that to say, there are for some of the paid options. If you use uh, Simplify, Quick and Simplify, you can't use before you pay for it. I do know that. But if you try out every dollar and you're like, "Man, I really like this," they do have it. It is on sale right now for um, for the annual. So it's one you pay for it once a year. Uh, so that's a a option as well. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you got something out of it. Uh, it is a truly a pleasure. Uh, being able to walk through these type of things. Um, but if you're having trouble budgeting, if you're having trouble budgeting it, like I said, it's the key, key cornerstone for personal finance. And if you just need a little help doing it, head over to my website, go to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. And you can set up a free consultation with me. You can simply, we can walk through and see if a financial coach is right for you. And if it is, We'll get you started and we'll get you set up and, and moving in the right direction, take control of your finances. So you do want to give extra dose support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Now, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for watching this episode and hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully if you are in, if you're a mentor and you're struggling and you're panicking to figure out what you're going to do in the next two months, hopefully this brought some, some light to that 
circumstance and that you're able to work through it, that you're able to get to whatever that new application is. Uh, I was able to give you some some insight into a few of those that you can easily switch over to, you know, free of free of charge. So start checking that out. Start looking at it. Start to see. Uh, but you got to plan your exit strategy. You got to plan your exit strategy. There's got to be uh, some next steps for you so that you can move on from Mint and into something else. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Really appreciate it. Really enjoy uh, the continued support and the continued growth that's happening across the channel and, and across your personal finances. I love hearing success stories. I love to be able to see people becoming better at managing their money. If you're listening to this on a podcast, don't forget to like, and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on YouTube or Meta, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel and share it with all your friends and family members out there. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.